and welcome to Align Don't Hustle, bringing you inspiration for alignment and abundance in your life and business. We acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we live, work and play. We encourage everyone to learn about and celebrate the rich and diverse First Nations cultures. I'm Matilda, co-founder of Myoni. And at Myoni, we want to improve how people feel about periods and flow with the four phases of their menstrual cycle. We're also huge advocates for identifying flow in other areas of our lives, using our passions to help guide the way we build our lives and businesses. That's why we created Align Don't Hustle. In this podcast, we share the stories and learnings of people creating a life they love. We found that while building Myoni, when we stopped pushing the proverbial uphill and stopped hustling for the sake of it, we were able to step back, make better decisions, listen to our gut, align with our heart, womb, whole being, and our menstrual cycles. To learn more about Myoni and sign up to our email, visit myoni.love. Now, on with the show. In this episode, we chat to Sarah Mack. She is an amazing, inspirational woman. Her business has grown heaps in the last few years, and in her role as a writer and mindset coach, she is teaching others how to do the same. Her journey to get there was not always clear, and we talk about the wonderful path her life has taken her on to get to where she is today. She shares her tips and practices that help her make intuitive steps forward. And Sarah's passion and energy is inspiring, and this chat is bound to give you some extra energy to kick those goals. Thank you so much for joining us. It's exciting to have you on the show, Sarah. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Awesome. And where are you joining us from? So I'm in New York City right now. Awesome. So yes, we're all having very varied experiences of life at the moment. So I think, yeah, it's interesting to tune into everybody and and understand what's happening in your part of the world. Yeah. Yeah, it seems it's very, very different for everybody. Yeah. (laughs) And how Um, we're coping and the kinds of approaches people are taking at this time. So yeah, absolutely. Mid-COVID. Yeah. Um, time. So I'm really keen to chat to you about what you're doing now, but I also wanted to start off with, if you're happy, to do a bit of a, an overview of your journey and where you've come from. And I know you've had, you know, different um, different passions and been able to align them together in, in your business. So I'm really curious as to how you've done that. Yeah, sure. So I, you know, I've definitely, I definitely resonate with the, ta- with the term multi-passionate creative somebody who just loves to get stuck into all different kinds of things and hobbies and careers and um you know is always learning something new and uh, I've definitely managed to get my business to a place where I'm pretty much only doing things that I love doing and I really enjoy it and it's really centered around my my strengths and the things that I care most about and you know the vision that I am most passionate about um building so to be honest with you, it, I knew that I wanted to be location independent. That was the main thing that was driving my decision to step into entrepreneurship. And I ended up in Bali because some friends invited me to come and help them on their business. And so I like put all my stuff in a storage locker, booked a one-way ticket. I was working in film production before that and I was having a massive burnout. 
So I knew, you know, I was in film crews and I knew I needed a change. I knew I wanted something different. And I knew I wanted the capacity to work wherever I was in the world because I love to travel. And I went to Bali, had no idea, you know, I thought I was going to have to retrain and like learn all these new skills to be able to have a way of earning an income online. And I actually, you know, by happenstance, like was just helping my friends with their website and they were like, you're really good at writing and like the copy side of things. And I was like, oh, whatever, like didn't really pay any attention. And then I met another couple of writers out there who were, you know, living as writers on this tropical island, like doing really well. And I was like, huh, I want to do that. And that's when I just sort of had this big epiphany that I was a writer. Like I'd never considered myself as a writer before, but obviously I'd been doing my masters. I'd been writing a lot of papers for three years. And, you know, my background was in theater and drama and in English. And I just sort of took that skill set for granted. And I never realized how I could convert that into something that could, you know, I could help people with that I could earn money for and do that from my laptop anywhere in the world. So that's kind of how it all began. And I went to India and, you know, bought myself some time, was, was recovering from my burnout, meditating by the Ganga and figuring out how to find writing clients online. And that's when I really, you know, got into the world of entrepreneurship, started writing copy for really like thousands of different entrepreneurs, helping them sell products, helping people launch their, their own passion businesses. And I really got to see that you can throw a website up for pretty much anything that you're passionate about and turn it into a business. Because if you're passionate about something, you know that there'll be other people that resonate with that as well. And, and I started attracting a lot of coaches as clients, started writing a lot of copy for them. And that's kind of what introduced me to the coaching world. I ended up in a coaching program and that's when I just had the epiphany, like, oh, like I, I'm a coach too. Like, this is kind of what I naturally do. Um, and that just evolved into me having my coaching business. So now, you know, I combine those two skills and I help people with their storytelling, messaging, marketing, money mindset. And I do that through one-on-one. -on -one. I do that through group programs, um, self-study programs. And it's given me, first of all, it's a lot of fun. I love the people that I work with a lot a lot a lot and it's given me so much freedom i've traveled to 15 different countries in the past five years lived in a bunch of different places and it's given me a lot of free time to pursue my other passions which are currently songwriting you know photography video making hula hooping <laughs> traveling okay. hiking yeah all of <laughs> that i didn't really have time for when i was you know working 18 hour days on film sets yeah for sure for sure. It sounds like it's been a reasonably coherent journey for you um, and that you've been able to have the space to, to sort of identify those things. Um, and that's really awesome. Yeah, I think space is really key. And that's the thing that always comes up when I speak to people and they're like, I don't know what I want to do. I just feel like I need space. And I'm like, yeah, that's the, the preliminary step to figuring out what it is that you desire, you have to start listening to yourself and to listen to yourself, you have to create space. And I think that's what the gift of burnout really was for me. It was like, mm. well, my body's shutting down. I, yep. I can't work because I get massive headaches and I feel like, like crap. So, um, you know, there was a lot of sitting in my bedroom, staring at the wall, like not going out to the party I wanted to go to, like not, you know, doing the work that I wanted to be doing. And that space really, you know, natu very naturally led to a lot of introspection and connected me even more deeply to my intuition and 
yeah, it's really always just been about following what's fun for me. And yeah. I think that's, you know, that's always the thing. There's always a reason you're excited about something. So giving yourself permission to pursue that, even if you have no idea how it's going to, what, you know, what it's going to lead to, at least yeah. it'll be fun. And then once you're there, it'll lead to the next step and the next step and the next step. That's having faith that there will be something that will eventuate from that. If you're driven and passionate about it, then something yeah. will come. Yeah. And like, if you're enjoying it, then yeah. it doesn't matter what it leads to yeah. because you're already enjoying your <laughs> life, you know? In the inflow and, in, but, you know, you're going to have that energy. That's really yeah. cool. Would you have any um, sort of tips and tricks or recommendations for people who are stuck finding that space? So like little ways that people can create that for themselves to be able to identify that. Cause I know that's a big issue and maybe COVID has been a sort of a blessing for some people. They've been able to step back and stop or work in a different arrangement. And it meant that they can identify these things a bit better, but um, in our, in our culture at the moment we find that people are really you know driving themselves to to do a job that they out of necessity but not necessarily finding that space to be creative or to find what it is that's giving them that energy and that buzz and that flow yeah and I think it's such a great question and I always say it's just creating those little pockets of time for listening to yourself and for playing Mm. Um, because it's so easy to get caught up in the to-do list and, you know, being busy, but actually a lot of that is just avoidance of change, which sure. we avoid because we're scared of like our unconscious mind is always like trying to help us to resist change. So just recognizing that that's a thing. And one thing that really helped me early on was a book called the artist's way by Julia Cameron. Maybe you're familiar with it, but it introduces a writing technique where it's basically freestyle writing where you put your pen to pay paper and you just don't stop writing until you've written like three pages and you let everything come out. Like all of the, you know, random, um, like seemingly meaningless thoughts, all of your worries, all of your concerns. And then and what eventually starts to come through are your desires and, Oh, like, wouldn't it be nice if, or, Oh, I've had this vision of like this or that. And you start to notice patterns of things that keep coming up for you internally. And you're like, Oh, well, this is clearly, something that I should pay attention to because it keeps coming up for me. So when I started journaling like that, that's when I started getting clarity and you know, all of these exciting ideas started coming through and I was like, oh, well, I'm just gonna translate that into an action plan and I actually pursue it. So whenever I hear that people have, and it, it's one of those books that it'll show up for you just at the right moment. Mm -hmm. So I always get super excited when I hear people have picked it up. I'm like, oh, good things are coming to you. Like get, get, get look forward yeah. to some changes, yeah. and. So that's a really good one. And then the other one is just giving yourself time to just be with yourself and to play, you know, having a hobby, like learning a musical instrument or, you know, hula hooping or just like dancing, having a dance party for one by yourself. Those types of moments that help you to kind of become present and connect to yourself and, and connect to your own energy. That those are the moments where you start to get connected to your intuition and the insights that come through when you give yourself that space to really listen. Yeah, that's really cool. That's such a nice practical way to look at it as well, because we can get stuck around, you know, I should be doing this or should be doing that. But if you can create a practice around writing um, and, and listening to your body and listen to, listening to your inner self and um, yeah, there's no clearer way really, unless if it's on paper, you can, you can see it's tangible. That's really yeah, cool. Exactly. Nice. 
Would you have any um, thoughts, I guess, just listening to your story? I know people can get quite scared about not knowing where the next um, job's going to come from or being able to take that leap into something new. Any recommendations or, or thoughts or even uh, experiences on your, from your journey around how to deal with that? Yeah, I think, honestly, like a big lesson for me was when I left the UK and I bought a one-way ticket to go and work in Canada when I got a work visa and I had about enough money saved up for like one month and I knew I wanted I'd been working film in the UK I knew I, there was a film industry in Vancouver and I wanted to work there so I was like you know I've got like a month runway I've got my resume I had like reached out to all of my connections and I found one contact with a producer so I had like one contact and I just tried everything other than that I didn't know anybody so I rented a place, I like printed out, you know, tons of copies of my resume. I applied for, I applied for a bunch of jobs and temp agencies, you know, in case I couldn't get a job in film. And I just did everything that I could, you know, within my power to land a job. And coming from London, which is, you know, a very competitive place, um, professionally, particularly in, in the arts and in media, I was prepared to fail. I was prepared for it to be very challenging to take a really long time. However, Canada is a much, much smaller place. And, you know, film is like one of the biggest industries in, in uh, Vancouver. So I was just like bumping into film producers and directors and photographers like all the time at coffee shops. And that's just the way that it is there. And anyway, I landed like amazing work really, really quickly. And I was so shocked. And I think a lot of people, particularly when you're from big cities where you have been hustling really hard or you've been building your career, there's this fear that if you leave, then you'll have to have like a shitty, you'll have to take a step backwards mm. and you'll have to do a shitty job that will be less money that, um, you know, won't be as, you won't have as many benefits or, you know, whatever it is that you have earned that has made your career better over the years. And I don't really believe in that. I don't really believe in the whole taking a step backwards story. Um, I really believe that if you, you know, are really open and willing to take action to create your own, your own opportunities, like you will always find them. Like when you, you jump, you know, the universe will catch you. And even if it, you know, quote unquote, could look like a step backwards on your, you know, resume, um, uh, then it's not because it could end up being way more fun than you thought and you could learn something completely new or you might meet somebody that would lead you down a completely different path simply because you took you know that quote unquote risk but really I just see it all as a big adventure and you know doing different things is always more fun and it's way better to you know take that quote unquote risk go on an adventure and see how it turns out than stay in something that you're not satisfied in until you know the end of your life like wasting your life doing something that you know deep down isn't it for you and you know and I've proven to myself over and over again that when you align with the things that you're really excited by that you genuinely desire those are actually the things that work out with more ease like way better um, than any of the things where you're kind of swimming against the current and in the wrong direction yeah now that's really powerful Speaking of which, are there any aspects of your life you've had to work really hard to align? So it sounds like the business thing, you know, being able to align with your passions in a business sense has been reasonably straightforward. But I know then sometimes it's hard to bring in all of the other aspects of life because things can come at you or, you know, different stages of life mean different journeys. So I'm just yeah. 
definitely for me my biggest struggle has been with money and you know it's been something that I've never had a good relationship with I wasn't really didn't have any skills or tools and you know have over and over again found myself like in debt found myself not having enough money found myself overspending being really stressed about it generally avoiding being financially responsible so that has been like a huge part of my journey is learning you know just paying attention to my relationship with money and kind of filling in the gap of that belief that it's possible for me to receive as much money as I want to receive doing things that I enjoy because you know I'd kind of that was a big story for me as somebody who's creative constantly being told by my parents my grandparents my school teachers like don't do creative things because you won't have a good living like scale it back to something that's less creative you know I was always just like don't do this do the safe thing Mm -hmm. so I had to really work on releasing those blocks and you know, not only that, like shifting my belief that it is possible for me to receive doing things that are creatively fulfilling, but also just like what to do with my money when it comes in, <laughs> you know, like yeah. how to make sure, like it's kept in the right place, what to do with the numbers, how to know what's there, um, how to stay organized, how co- to communicate around money, how to ask for money, how to receive money, like logistically, you know, setting up payment links and organizing bank accounts and all of that type of thing. Um, You know, growing my wealth and growing my capacity to earn more. Um, You know, obviously I didn't know how to do any of those things. There was a lot of emotional resistance for me, you know, and there still is Um, But a lot that I'm working through. And there's always another layer to be able to receive, you know, the next level of income at the next level of ease, um, you know, more and more and more uh, coming more and more into alignment with things that I enjoy doing the most. And, realizing that you can literally create money doing whatever the hell you want. So you might as well figure out how to do it for the things that you enjoy the most. That's awesome. I think that is quite a common emotional attachment in negative or positive that people have towards money. Um, It's definitely something a lot of people are working around managing and how we can use those tools to our advantage. And I think that can also help alleviate a bit of that tension and stress when you are taking on something new, if you do have those skills and that, those tools in your tool belt that can help take that next jump towards something and and also just empowering yourself to realize that you always have the potential to create the money that you need in any given moment when you open yourself up to it you know even if it looks like you know shit is hitting the fan Mm -hmm. and everything is going south and you know you're going to be in a crisis like, you know, that's happened to me many times. Like when I went to Bali and that job that helping my friend completely fell apart. I was broke after finishing my master's. I was in the middle of a burnout. I didn't have a job. I didn't have any money. You know, that was the birth of my new career, basically. And, you know, I just figured it out. And the solution was right there available for me. So, you know, even though, and I think it's very empowering to go through those experiences because you're like, oh, you know, even though I've got to that place where I thought everything was, was falling down around me and I wasn't going to get through it I found a way to get through it and it was actually fine it was totally fine that's cool and I really admire the fact that you're able to see those things because I know sometimes you can get to that point and then just shut down and not able to see the creative way out but I think that's right being able to take that time to step back identify what it is and go with that go with the flow (laughs) that's really cool 
Now I've got a few quick fire questions I want to ask you. I ask most of the um, interviewees these, but what is the one thing you can't leave home without? Um, it's kind of a boring answer, but I would say a water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite thing to do to unwind? Uh, honestly, having a really, really hot bath, like a hot salt bath. Yeah, cool. And your pl favorite place to get inspiration? Um, the beach. Nice. Or up the top of a mountain. Mm. And in your... I guess in regards to your business and the way that you interact with your clients, um, what's your favourite um, activity to get them to do to unlock a bit of that um, and identify their passions? Definitely the mindset journaling. Yep. That's my non-negotiable for everyone who works with me. I'm like, you do your mindset every day and good things are going to happen to you if you can at least make that minimum commitment. Yeah, that's cool. I think they're a nice takeaway really for anyone um, particularly right now in the world, re-identifying and reshifting what it is that we want to be doing and in what circumstances. That's really cool. Are there any other key lessons and learnings um, and ways of identifying your passions that you have come across in your journey or in, in um, coaching others? Yeah, I would say the clue is in your story. So, you know, when you look back on your life and you really self-reflect, you know, there's that question, like when you were little, what is it that you love doing? Like, what was that thing that you always did or that you were known for that there were stories about you doing or that thing that you wanted to be when you grew up? Um, I think that is just, there's so much truth in that for people. And obviously, you know, that can evolve with like the modern opportunities that are available to us, but often it's, it's really spot on and we kind of know that thing that we're just really drawn towards and that we're really excited by. And um, yeah, and just paying attention to that and then paying attention to, because a lot of the time, the struggles that we faced in not doing the thing that we're passionate about also holds the key to how we can unlock more freedom in, you know, helping others to, um, you know, to do the things that they want. I, you know, I'm a real believer of, you can have what you want when you help others to get what they want. And just if you can focus on helping people in a way that excites you, that's naturally going to give you what it is that will enable you to have what you want, whether that's the resources, whether that's the inspiration, whether that's the freedom to start to open up, um, to realign with the things that are you know, most exciting to you and, you know, to give you the space to be able to identify that and to be able to start to, um, you know, plant the seeds and to nurture those new directions. Oh, I'm so excited by this. I'm going to have to start journaling more. It's not something I'm very good at. So <laughs> you've given me the, the impetus to do that. Um, yeah. I think that's so exciting. And if people want to know more about what you're doing um, or your socials, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me at withsarahmack.com and my Instagram is with Sarah Mac. You can find links to my YouTube channel through my website. There's tons of um, content there for you. And I'm also on Facebook and LinkedIn too. That's so exciting. Uh, I'm feeling buzzed from this conversation. It's really good. I'm going to go away and start journaling. <laughs> and um, I think that's it, being able to have a little look at your um, story. I think that's a really good point, being able to understand what it is that's always 
been niggling at you or drawing you to do different things. Um, that's super powerful. Thank you yeah. so much for the inspiration, Sarah. <laughs> You're so welcome. I so loved having this conversation with you. Thank you so much for inviting me. Uh, that's awesome.